0: hi everyone welcome back to people and penny so at people and penny we talk about small business owners entrepreneurs creatives and people yet to start their brand in nigeria today i have the amazing barry yusuf with me so barry please say hi and introduce yourself and tell us what you do
1: oh thank you very much for having me um my name is barry yusufu and i'm a visual artist Based in Abuja, Nigeria. Yeah. Visual yeah. artist based in Abuja, Nigeria. Yeah,
0: that's great. So, when you say visual artist, can you explain visual artist? Uh, yeah,
1: okay, I paint what people what people see. <laughs> so I'm a painter to break it down. Um, painter. I'm an artist. I'm a painter. Yeah.
0: Okay, great. So, um, when did you?
1: discover your passion for painting and creating? Okay. Um, so I'd, I'd always known how to draw when I was younger. Um, I could draw cups and spoons and stuff like that. Um, so there was a point in my, in my life where I had to leave my parents' house and started staying by myself, you know, cause I'm a man, I have to get to that stage. Mm -hmm. Um, I was struck with, um, you know, loneliness, hunger, and you know, that very strong desire for relevance. Mm. So um, one day I just picked up a pencil and I made a sketch of um, of a a female friend of mine. Just, you know, because I could draw. The the, the painting, the drawing wasn't as solid as what I'm doing now. So, you know it, it would back then it would just be a regular sketch, and mm. she was really excited on seeing the, the 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 sketch and what she said was, "I can tell myself to come out from this paper mm. and really, at that point, I knew I could do more with mm. this gifts, you know, I knew it could be better, I could actually put more than smiles on people's faces, and that was when you know, since I wasn't doing anything because I had lost my job before I moved out. I was working at an eatery where I was making shell pizza. So I, I lost my job because it got shut down. Mm. Then I had nothing to do. So I picked up my pencil after, after the sketch and I started drawing everything around me, you know. I started drawing everything around me, went to Instagram and I was just feeding myself knowledge. I was going on YouTube learning process because nobody was there to really put me through mm. so i learned oh i learned about all the you know contemporary materials you could use to make your works better you know to create easily and all that so i, I was teaching myself and i learned you know all those process and okay so it was 2017 november i picked up my pencil
0: mm.
1: and Afterwards, I decided to become a professional artist. Before the year ran out, the next year, June, I was in my first exhibition in Nigeria, which um, I was under I Can Draw Africa and write an exhibition in the pavilion, Abuja, Art great. for Development. Yeah. So, you know, because I'm 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 someone who, who doesn't stop. You know, I just I just never stop. Whatever I'm doing, I just don't stop. So, before the year ran out, I was already in like, I was in a lot of exhibitions before the year ran out, close to six, seven exhibitions before Mm. that year ran out, yeah, and this is the funny thing, I I, I I exhibited in Nigeria for, let's say, two years, Mm. and I don't know, am I going outside the question, sorry?
0: No, 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 it's fine. These, these are things I wanted to access. Just good that you're giving us all the information. Please
1: continue. Oh, okay. 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 That's cool. Sorry. My mind is always <laughs> there and there. So I never was able to sell any painting in Nigeria, yeah. Hmm. At all. Not a single painting. So imagine um that was before 2019. Hmm. Um I had been, you know, all these exhibitions, close to 15 exhibitions, and um, I never sold any painting at all, not a single one. Mm. And I kept going from the first, second, third, fourth, fifth exhibition, and to exhibit your works in Nigeria is crazy, because you have to transport your works yourself, frame your works yourself, you know, you sometimes have to pay to exhibit in, in, in wherever, and I had no money, so I just... I was just really struggling back then, you know, until eventually someone saw me outside um, in New York, saw my painting online, because I, I also did share my paintings online. Mm. And that was how I was able to get my first international exhibition, which yeah. was, um, yeah, which, which became my breakthrough into the art system. And so far from there, you know, it's been good. And That's really been the story yeah that's that's
0: amazing. That's a great story the I love your spirit, you know when you say you never stop that spirit is very important, and it's something that's quite hard to see right now because especially when you're in the creative industry, sometimes when you feel like you're not getting the recognition you deserve or things are not sure. moving as fast as you want, it's very easy to just quit or you know to
1: just yeah,
0: yeah give up. or give up yeah, mm-hmm. that's great so um, I wanted to ask about the business part of of um being an artist. So is it um like I like that I um, walk us through the journey of not making any sale and then making your first sale. So from there has yeah. it been because and then I noticed that people say sometimes people only um value artist work when they are dead. Is that a myth or is that a reality? And yes.
1: Oh, well that's not that's not a myth, you know? It's been the reality in the art system for a very long time, but um, you know, over the years, things have changed. Mm-hmm. You know, and currently, paintings of dead artists are still prized more, you know, way more than living artists. You get so mm-hmm. just, just a few, just a few living artists are actually, you know, breaking it through and really doing it. But you know, times change, and in the contemporary age. We work different and we're trying to make sure that you know as living artists we get to benefit from our skill and talents before we go and you know it's it's actually it's actually working out Mm. things are yeah things are actually working out that living artists can actually enjoy being artists you know sell their paintings for good you know good amounts of money be able to live, um, you know, a comfortable life. Being creatives, you know. And currently, you know, the digital sector has been neglected for a very long time. Where digital artists, you know, their works get um, stolen and all that, and zero credit given to them. Now, you know, there's um, what they call the NFT (non-fungible token), where digital artists can also get to sell their paintings, you know, their artworks and you know, the, the system has changed. The world is, you know, evolving and changing, and it's good to keep your eyes out there so you never miss out on your currents, and you know when to switch up. You know when to, you know, seize opportunities when they come when they come at you. Yeah. Um. um sorry, what was the other question?
0: Yeah, I was saying as the business aspect of creating and like, um, do you have someone? that has that assists you with like you know the accounting part or you know your business part recording your transaction turning invoices or is that something you do by yourself
1: yeah so when i had my first um, exhibition outside i got a manager from the us there so she helps manage some of my paintings and sell some of my paintings. So she covers the invoicing and um, sales and all that. But most of the time I do all that myself. You know, uh-huh. I because there are sometimes you get to sell your paintings directly from studio. So you have to do all that yourself, keeping records on an account. And I'm not gonna lie to you, replying emails is crazy uh-huh. because there's a lot is <laughs> it's, it's so much work. You know, and at some point you you feel like, okay, I need a management or I need a representation. But we are all like the art the process in art is, is a gradual process. So until you are there, yeah. you're not there. and when I when I, when I say there is when you are finally signed to a top tag gallery that they can manage you and all you worry about as an artist is paint. Yeah. You know. They manage everything, they have a good collector base, you know, they can put you out there, really build your name. And in the in, in this art business, you work so hard. And what really sustains you is your name. Really, not eventually not what you do is your name that sustains you. So yeah, so you just have to keep working hard, keep pushing your works out working with different people, you know, having a good name, making sure you don't mess yourself up. You know? I don't know if you get my point. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, you try to maintain a good image. You know, the one people can respect. And when, when, they call, when they call Barry Yusuf, people know, oh yeah, this person you know, is a great person and his works are solid, he you know? gives him his best. And that is what eventually sustains you through time. So, uh, uh, for the business aspect of art, it's crazy replying to emails, sending your works through, um, you know, um, career services, and, and doing all that yourself is crazy because you have to be painting as well. You have to be yeah. thinking of your creative process and all that. So, and yeah, the new work of the creative process It's quite tedious. That's why most times artists appreciate having management. Yeah. Mm.
0: Sure. Um, I, You know, I asked because, you know, that's something we realized um, at Penny. Um, one of the things we do is to simplify these business um, processes for creatives, like Um, We have an invoicing tool that we're launching soon. That you know, you just have to type in what you need, and it creates your invoice for you. And over time, you can check how much you've earned, how much you've, you know, what you've been paid. Basically, the details of the recording part. So yeah, I would definitely advise you yes to check that out when it's out.
1: Okay. Okay. Send me a link, please.
0: Yes, sure. I will. So when you started your journey of, you know, deciding to to paint. Which challenge did you not see yourself having that you're currently having?
1: Ah, a lot of doubts, people doubting. You know, at some point it looked like I was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The general uh, idea of a typical Nigerian artist is that you're a beggar when when you you go out and you say oh i'm an artist first of all start asking yourself is this dude gonna ask me for money like right now
0: because they just
1: assume yeah they just assume you can't yeah they don't they don't see you know being an artist as a professional job or one that can sustain someone you Mm. understand so for me i don't know i've always I've always seen my own stories to be, <clears throat> to be different from others. And I've never, I've never settled. I've had a lot of times where people say, oh, you're always in your own painting. Nobody's going to see you. Why don't you bring your paintings outside, you know, so that people could see you? And I always tell myself, the people that can afford my paintings are not here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, they're not, they're not in my neighborhood. They're not here. People that can buy these paintings. That's what I always told myself. And I believed that for so long until I got to the right market. You understand? So when I started painting, you know, the period I said I was painting everything, I was drawing my uncles and um, friends and families. And sometimes when you draw one of your uncle and you take it to him, and you're just, you know, looking for that encouragement, and they think you are there to ask for money. So there's, There's been a situation where I painted one of my my uncle and I took the painting to him and the first thing he asked me was "Um, where's the light source of this painting and I'm like okay I just made the painting for you and you're asking me the light source (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I I told him and he was like "Mm, it's good you are an amateur whoa okay Mm -hmm. so I went back Uh, that, that was still when I you know when I was starting so I went back to the parlor and sat down with the painting. So he was he was walking around, going in and out. He had his friends outside. So I asked him if I should drop the painting in the parlor there. And he said, yes. You know, for the next one week, I was coming to the house and I still saw that sketch or drawing there, lying mm-hmm. around in the parlor. And eventually, his children were sketching over it, you know, um, tracing mm-hmm. it. And so that really broke me. but. I was happy that happened. You know, at that point, I told myself, nah, I'm going to be fucking good. I'm going to be a fucking good painter that you are going to respect someday.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, it, it really motivated me because he was actually saying the truth, but I, I was just, you know, I wasn't in the right um, mentality to understand it. I actually needed to grow, and the energy was important. You know, so I fed off that energy for a very long time because I had, you know, I had points to prove that I would actually be a very good artist. Yeah. So I really worked on myself. Like people always say, oh, um, you don't have to, you don't have to um, do stuff because you need to prove a point to people. If that is going to actually make you grow, if trying to prove a point to some, you know, to mm-hmm. some folks would actually make you grow, do you yeah. get my point?
0: Yeah.
1: Then it's good to feed off that energy. Mm. you know if it's going to be positive feed off that energy you understand me mm. and i can i can easily boast that i'm a great artist and this is not pride or anything it's just facts because i've put in the work over time and i've gotten yeah. to a stage where i can say my paintings can stand anywhere you know with um you know with even artists who are bigger than me and they can you know stand that test You get so Word. Yeah, yeah. So that that really that really helped me. And like I told you, most of these things make me never give up. So I just keep pushing until I'm there. And currently, you know, it's easy for someone to to think, oh, you are you are you are doing well as an artist, but deep down you know you're not there. Mm -hmm. You still have to still have to keep working because until the whole world knows you, (laughs) you know, (laughs) yeah you're actually not there yet. What we are trying to do, this, this, know, what we are trying to do, contemporary Nigerian artists want to be painters and make painting, you know, be so good that kids in school want to be painters. When you ask them, "What do you want to become in the future?" you say, "I want to be a painter." Mm -hmm. Do you understand? You can hardly see a kid in school say, "I want to be a painter." You will never, you never hear of it. Actually, never. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can you can even hear you know hear hear them get to the to saying, oh I would like to be a footballer, I'd like to be a musician, you know, but you would never hear any kid say, I want to be a painter. And trust me, painters are doing pretty well. Yeah. There are so many painters that are way richer than your celebrities, and you would never know because the the fame you get from being a painter is not very loud and
0: it's not the same with it's a niche yeah.
1: type of fame. Yeah it's, a, yeah, it's a different kind of thing, and there's a different world for it. So you are you are respected in that world, you know. People who, you know, are into art understand that, and they would respect you. But you could walk anywhere, and nobody really knows who you are, which is a good thing because most artists we are not really the outgoing types. You know, we just, <laughs> we always just want to be by ourselves and indoors and stuff. Um.
0: That's great. Um, I like when you said, you know, if proving yourself is going to help you grow, then do it. Because at the end of the day, you need all the motivation you need to grow. Um, yeah, yeah. I was I was watching um Jekyll's um video yesterday, and he said something about comfort, about remaining in our comfort zone. You know, mm. and yeah, I'm glad. It's just amazing, you know your mentality and everything it's just great with it. um so I wanted to ask, I feel like I know the answer already, but just to clarify if this is your major source of income
1: yeah, I'm a full-time artist.
0: Yes, okay, so uh, can you tell us the misconceptions about painting that people have?
1: Misconceptions about paintings, yeah or have. like
0: about painters, yeah, I think that's the better way to put it.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mentioned one um, yeah. that um, you know but painters are generally are generally broke. You know, mm. um, and, 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 and another is most painters are gay. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, not not every not not everyone is like they just most times people try to generalize it, but not not everyone. You know. Um, mm. Okay, this one is, is actually fast. Most painters are introverts. Um, mm. But we, we, we come alive when we are, we are with each other, like when we are around each other, you know. That um I, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't know if there are any more to it than this. Okay. That's
0: yeah. great. So um how do you deal with bad days as a creative? Um I don't know, I feel like I can't completely explain what a bad day is, or understand what a bad day would be like. Maybe the painting is not going as you wanted, or yeah, the days that you were going to these um, shows and nobody was actually buying exhibitions and nobody was buying, how do you deal with those days?
1: Uh, Nah, those were really dark days, (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. You know, so I'm a dreamer, yeah. I'm someone who who okay, while growing up, I lived you know in my head. Um, I created the most beautiful images in my head and I'm able to live there comfortably. So um, when hard times come and you know things aren't going so well for me, I just stay by myself and I imagine myself in the most beautiful places. Sometimes I imagine myself, you know, speaking to Obama, you know, and <laughs> like, whoa, Barry, you have a great painting. I'd like I'd like to get your paintings. And I believe someday I'm going to get there. Do you understand? Till now. I still <laughs> believe strongly that I am going to get to a point where I will sit down with presidents and and kings, and you know, I would be on that level. So these should I call it imaginations or these thoughts that I strongly believe in, they motivate me and kill all that pain. Because it's mm-hmm. just let me let me give you an example. Um, you know, when you were in school and things are getting really bad and you're like, one day I go leave this school. So just the idea that someday you are going to leave that school comforts you. And you can mm-hmm. continue to endure until you leave the school. Maybe you are you yeah, yeah, um, are anticipating the break period or um, graduation. I don't know if you get my point. Yes. So because I know I'm going to get to this stage, it comforts me and keeps me going. So whenever I go to an exhibition and there's no good sale, I'm, you know, I get back home and my mom asks me, um, did you sell any painting? And I'm like, no, I didn't sell any. And I go back to my room, You know, I just tell myself, this is part of it. Um there's there's something about growth. You would never see yourself growing. That's the truth. You can never see yourself growing until you actually start, you know, seeing the effects of growth, you know, in reality. So you would never know you actually get into a stage until you get there. You understand? But everything counts. All the steps you've taken, you know, good or bad counts and the they still lead you there, you understand? So I, I just know I'm going to find myself in a situation where things are going to be better. Mm. And that, so most nights I just take a stroll. I like, I like, taking, I like taking strolls. Um, I'm someone that doesn't really like people around me so much. So I have very yeah. few friends. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of online friends, but in reality I have very few friends. Uh, so sometimes I just take a stroll by myself. Or I go watch um live basketball or I listen to music. Um I, over the time over the years I, I lost my interest for movies. So I only watch, you know, um all those overhyped movies and you know, Marvel, DC and, and all those kind of movies. So those are the ones that really get me calm. Mm. So that's that, yeah.
0: That's great that's great seems like you know you found what works for you and to be honest I believe in your dream just as much as you do so yeah everything for you okay so Thank um you. you're welcome do you think it' would be different if you were creating in another country
1: uh, if I was creating in another country well I believe um, the system in Nigeria, this is it. there are no opportunities for young contemporary artists like myself in Nigeria. All the galleries before this era, where we broke through and we like we were the ones that really changed the game for young artists in Nigeria, where you get to see a young artist can just wake up today and actually start painting and before you know he starts getting you know that attention he's looking for, you know. For Nigerian art scene, yeah, we were the ones that actually, you know, made that possible. There was a time, there was zero opportunities for young artists. You go to a gallery and you take your paintings, and all they want to have in their um, um what's it called, in their galleries are between seven seven or um, Bruce. You understand all those old names. So what happens to us with this dream? You know, what do we use? You know, this talents and the. So what really happened was we kept asking ourselves, what do we do? How do we break through? How does the system get to respect us? So that means we have to work even way harder than these top guys, you understand? Mm-hmm. So we, understand, we understood the power of um, social media. So what I did was I created a group called The Colony where I had so many of, you know, most of the great names you hear in the the contemporary art scene in Nigeria are in, in that group. So we grew up together, you know, we kept feeding off each other's energies, you know, um, you know, supporting each other, making sure that oh, we are all, we are all appearing in same shows, you know, we are all sharing opportunities. Oh, so if I have an opportunity and maybe I'm a pencil artist and the other person is a painter and I get the painting geek. I can easily just give it to my brother. Do you understand? And we kept doing that. We kept doing that. Then we understood the power of Instagram and Twitter. Where we first started hitting it was on Twitter. We eventually found out, okay, Twitter wasn't it. Then Instagram. So most of us, you know, we came off as Instagram artists. And because the world became really small with these two in place, you could paint you, you could paint just right now and post it and someone in the US has seen it, someone in Canada has seen it, you understand? So mm. we knew how to navigate the system, the right tags to use, the people to tag, the galleries to tag. And eventually we started getting that attention. Mm. Eventually, gradually, this system of art, black portraiture started becoming a thing for Nigerian artists that was being appreciated outside. Do you understand? Mm. So, Prior to this, we wanted having an exhibition in in Nigeria where we would take our, you know, we'll come and have a a show collectively and exhibit our works. And we went to a couple galleries and they told us no. You know, it wasn't no, we kept getting straight no's Until we started making names for ourselves. And now you see all these big galleries. They are now looking for you. They now want to show you. They now want to, you know, oh, be friends with you and all of that. And for me, I'm like, we had you guys really had us and you played with it. You didn't, you never gave us any opportunity. You understand? Then when you now when you finally do the work for yourself, you're now coming to me. Like, there's no need for it anymore. We don't need each other anymore. You understand? And I'm currently working with great galleries that, you know. Are, are doing very well for their artists. I don't have oh. a reason to work with any Nigerian anymore. Do you understand? Yeah. And in fact, they will only bring you down to um, how do I put it? Okay. At some point, I said I was never going to work with a Nigerian gallery or with any Nigerian. And mm-hmm. then there was this guy. who was like, oh, Barry, you know, it's good for you to have a name in Nigeria as, as much as you have a name for yourself out there and all that. And I was like, okay let me give you guys a chance here yeah let's have a show in nigeria let let me see and eventually they messed it up still so Uh i concluded that this is a nigerian thing Mm -hmm. they have value for what what they have at home but i saw how i saw how they were they were you know um handling international um artist paintings and all that there were so many times I had to call them out. There was a time they even, I had my paintings destroyed. I had to travel back to Lagos to fix it and back. Do you understand? No. They don't understand the value of art here. I've, I've had exhibitions where they tried to even hold my paintings. They had to put on gloves to hold my paintings, to mount my paintings. Do you understand? No. It's from these little things that is what gives that painting the value. How you, the artist, sees your painting? How people around you know that painting treats it as well. That is what gives that. Imagine sending your painting and then they just put it on the ground, and it's just lying there. Anybody that comes will easily price it for twenty thousand. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Like it just looks like tomatoes. <laughs> you're just sending tomatoes. <laughs> you know, it's that, and it's, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to. Sorry, I'm not trying to. No, no,
0: no. Um, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Yeah.
1: yeah. But I'm just trying to say, it's not, it's not that's not what art is about. It's, it, it really should be um, appreciated because, yo, <laughs> well, it's, it's a Nigerian thing and I understand. Ghana Ooh. is doing very well with art. They are Ooh. really doing well. And I'm not throwing shades or anything. We know ourselves for this country. We Sabi, which they do for Niger. We know how the system works. You know, it's only when an artist is hot and is making waves that they come for you. Do you get? It? Yeah. So that's been it. And I promise you, I don't think I'm ready to work with any Nigerian. Yeah, from, from what you said yeah. again. Yeah. Currently, now you get you get. They didn't. They, they were not even able to prove me wrong.
0: Yeah, from, from what you said, it feels like a lot of work has to be done. But, you know, Nigeria has art curators, you know, every people working in the art industry, basically, yeah, in Nigeria. Hmm. So uh, we're concluding soon. And before we let you go, I'll allow you to tell us an interesting fact about yourself and you share your social media and those with us as well.
1: Okay interesting facts about myself yes
0: that question always gets everybody off guard
1: <laughs> I, I don't think i know myself that well. Yeah. Okay. um well i like my space i don't know if that's interesting
0: i mean it is interesting I,
1: I, love, I love i love i love cake yeah i love cake i love cake I love.
0: Uh, which one is your favorite red velvet chocolate
1: red velvet
0: Ah, that's my favorite song. Yeah, It's yeah. king, and, cheese. and It's king, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> chocolate,
1: chocolate, cake is nah. I want to I won't do mm. chocolate cake.
0: And they they have to make <laughs> chocolate cake very well for me to enjoy it. I'm very picky with chocolate cake.
1: Yeah, you get so I think that I I I I love cake and I love my space. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know if that's interesting enough. Yeah, they're, they're actually
0: interesting. <laughs> okay, please share your social media handles as well.
1: Okay, um, um, my 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 Instagram handle is um, Barry Yusufu, just Barry Yusufu, B-A-R-R-Y-Y-U-S-U-F-U. That's okay. it. Both for Instagram and Twitter. Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. All right, Barry. Thank you so much for you know being here today and sharing your time with us i've learned so much about um creating and painting in nigeria that i didn't even know i mean i knew things were shaky i didn't even know they were that bad so thank you and we hope to have you on another season of people and penny maybe in another month (laughs) okay
1: sure sure um, yeah (laughs) thank you very much i really appreciate all
0: right thank you Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you learned something from their story. And if you're a small business owner, entrepreneur, or, you're, or you plan on starting a brand in Nigeria, we are the best team to be by your side on your journey. Check out Penny. Cool, to find out how to get started with us. So see you next Thursday for another amazing episode.